Go Light presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian Kennedy. And this edition of Opinions Matter is a special edition because on today's podcast, we're going to be speaking with um, the wife of a serving Garda detective about the fear that she lives through every single day when her husband uh, goes to work. We're going to be talking about that in just a moment. But ahead of that, I want to give a big shout out to our latest show sponsor, Recruit.ie, who are the proud sponsors of Biz Expo, Ireland's largest business to business trade show. Here are all the details. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29 September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by Recruit.ie, supporting local business. And we would like to thank Recruit.ie for being the latest show sponsor on Opinions Matter. So for this episode, I have changed the name of the lady I'm about to talk to. We're calling her Marie. That is not her name. We have changed her name to protect her identity. We have also disguised her voice to protect her identity because in the wake of what we witnessed in uh, Dublin with the joyriding episode um, the other day, this lady got in contact with us with a message saying, my partner is a detective in that area. You wouldn't believe what we have to put up with. I live in fear every time he leaves for work. And I wanted to hear this lady's story about the effect that being a Garda has on somebody's family. So as I said, we're calling the lady Marie and we have disguised her voice. And Marie, let me begin by asking you why we have disguised your voice. Um, Hi Adrian, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm looking to disguise my voice and name because um, of fear of repercussion. Um, in case it was ever identified as to who we were uh, due to incidents that had previously happened. Okay, so this all relates to the fear that you feel as the wife of uh, a Garda initially and now a a detective. Take me to uh, the start of of your story. How long have you been with your husband? Um, So I've been with him over 12 years now and we're married five years now and um we had met in dublin um i was in college there and he was serving as a member of an guard of going at then so uh, from the from the very start of your relationship he was uh, a a serving garda were you in any way concerned about the job that he had um to be honest not really there was never really any reason to have concerns at that time um, I don't know whether I just wasn't aware of the reality of it or what they were actually dealing with. Or maybe it was because at the time I'd met him, he was the uniformed Garda and kind of was on a regular beat. So maybe not dealing with high crimes as much. So I don't think I would have had much concern at the start of it. 
Okay, but uh, as time went on, uh, he was promoted and he uh, now holds the rank of detective. That's right, yeah, he does. Um, he's held that a good few years now. One of his posts was to uh, a city centre uh, guard station in uh, Dublin. And again, we're specifically not identifying uh, the guard station, but he was posted to a city centre uh, guard station in Dublin. And part of his uh, role was a fairly heavy involvement in uh, the criminal underworld uh, in Dublin City. And from that point on, your fears started getting quite intense. Um, that's right. Um, my fears were really after intensifying at this point. It was because it was so unknown um, for well, for me and for us as a family and because these people were ruthless and I suppose when you're dealing with certain things and on a particular post, you also have the fear that you've been watched and that you could be followed home or when you're kind of involved with high profile things like this, uh, they know who you are and they know your family. And on a regular basis, you were taunted about your partner, your husband, or whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Uh, these people know and they make themselves aware of everything when guards are involved in such high profile things. So describe some of the taunting that you or your husband would have received. So I have to be honest um, with Adrian. My fear is at that time, uh, we never really had what I expected to have from that. There was an incident our house was broken into. There was somebody pinpointed for this. It never came to a court appearance or anything. Funnily enough, it was after he got a transfer from this station that things really escalated. And I would have never, ever expected it, considering he wasn't dealing with these high-profile feuds any longer. It was when he moved to this new station. It was teenagers and people in their early 20s. It actually turned out that we needed to have more fear of in the end. Um, We uh, were out one evening. Uh, He was attacked. He ended up with a broken nose, uh, jaw, eye socket. Uh, was split open. Uh, We had two cars vandalised. one of them, the windows had been put in on them. Another one um, was burnt out. We had intimidation constantly. It was just crazy. Uh, we lived in Dublin at the time, and um, it was beginning to put a strain on our relationship because I feared to be in the house on my own. It became that bad that uh, you were having it was causing marital problems for you uh the intimidation you were feeling was so bad absolutely it was um i was not sure if i could do it i was terrified to go down to the shop at this point um and i mean when i say like we're talking about teenagers probably 13 14 15 16 maybe um that were the main perpetrators in some of this and like where people, well, I am in my 30s and um, to be intimidated like that, it was just, uh, it was actually had us at breaking point at one point. Something had to give. So, um, yeah, I, at the time I was kind of pushing for him to leave the job. But when he signed up for it, he knew that this is what he was signing up for. It was hard for me to adjust to it. So the 
compromise that you came to wasn't for him uh, to leave his job. Uh, the compromise was for you to move house and move out of Dublin. Yeah, so we moved. I'm not originally from Dublin. Um, he is. Uh, we moved back to where I'm from. So he now commutes to work uh, two hours. It's a two-hour commute up and a two-hour commute home. And that was what we done for us to come out of the air, uh, for me to feel safe again. And I trust you now do feel safe again, do you? Well, I I'm I feel safer in my own home now. Um, obviously, uh, we have I ha- have had CCTV installed and an alarm and everything else, and touchwood and God forbid, but we've had not no incidents since we've moved away from the Dublin area. So it's a little bit, my mind is a little bit more at ease, but it's now the fear of him going to work and what they're facing on a daily basis now. It's just ruthless up there at the minute. Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie, supporting local business. And that brings us to uh, this week and the events that happened in uh, Cherry Orchard this week with a Garda car being uh, rammed. Um, we discussed it on our podcast earlier on in the week and um, you sent us a message which is how we've ended up having this uh, conversation uh, Marie and you said um, you wouldn't believe what we have put up with I live in fear every time he leaves for work tell me about that fear now so you are no longer living in Dublin because of the intimidation that yourself and your husband uh, were subjected to while you lived in Dublin because of his job so now you live away uh, he commutes to work tell me about that fear and what stories like that story the other day do to you the minute you hear it your heart is in your throat you're terrified that it's him it's just frightening you're waiting for a text to say that he's safe that he's home that things are fine I mean it's just horrendous there's many sleepless nights now uh, worrying that they won't get home safe. And it's not just me. Some These people are brothers, sisters, husbands, wives. You know, I mean, it's awful. I, I footage the other day and find out that it was two Bangardas and it shouldn't make a difference whether they were two Bangardas or two male guards. It shouldn't make a difference what they were. It should never have happened up there. It's just frightening and it's just, you'd wonder where it's going to stop because there's nothing to stop these people from doing what they are doing. And one of the things that you said in your message to us is uh, these people don't fear the law at all. No, they don't. Uh, I mean, our justice system, our judges even, they're just not sufficient in the punishments that are handed out. You have them walking out on suspended sentences, probation, um, and all this, and some of them don't even turn up to their probation, and nothing is done. I don't know. I just feel that something needs to change drastically. Um, there's just no respect there anymore. 
When your husband leaves for work every day, do you worry that he may not come home today? Absolutely. And unfortunately, it's a reality um, that could possibly happen to any sovereign uh, member of Angarichi Corner. But that is my biggest fear. And especially now that it's so ruthless and they just don't seem to care what they do or who they hurt. And the fact that they can post it on social media and not cover their faces or disguise who they are or fake accounts or anything like that. I mean, that tells you enough about what they're dealing with. It's just frightening and it's just what's the next level. I mean, they used a car as a weapon the other day on those two members of the force. I mean, what what's next for those youths? It's frightening. The compromise for yourself and your husband, more or less to save your marriage, as you described to me, was that you uh, moved out of Dublin back to uh, where you're from, which is a two-hour commute for your, your husband every day. Um, and that was the condition on which he didn't have to give up his job, essentially. Would you still like him to give up that job? I would. I would like him to give up the job. But as I'm told on a regular basis, it's what he he knew what he was signing up to. He loves his job. He takes pride in his job. He takes, like, it's a minority that are actually like that. So as much as I'd like him to give up his job, it would be something that would never happen. Um, he has too much pride in that, and he likes to help people. and. I'm sure there's a lot of incidents that they have that outweigh these uh, bad times too. But it can it can be very stressful for partners at times as well. So It sounds to me that the job that your husband is doing and does and the danger that he puts himself in on a very regular basis is having, just listening to you, a, a direct impact on your own mental health. Absolutely. Um, I've given the bare minimum on this today, but I've suffered from PTSD. I was traumatized when our car when the car was set alight. I was terrified it could have been the house. Um, it's just awful. I mean, I go to work. Um, I work in the medical field, and my bad day might be I might be might not be able to get a scan for a patient, or I might not be able to help someone the way I want to help them, but um. I mean, their bad days are like, you just don't know they've been spat on, knives been held up to them, everything. It's just crazy. And for it not to take a toll on a partner too, like, it would be surprising if it didn't. Just to, to wrap up, um, and I really appreciate your, your openness and your uh, honesty in talking to us on uh, Opinions Matter. What can be done or what could be done to make life easier for uh, a wife of a Garda like yourself and for the Garda himself? Is it um, that the the court system and the legal system gets tougher with these criminals who just don't give a shit about anything, as you've just described? Or what is it? What would make your life better? Um, I have to say, I don't really know. Um, what would make what would improve for us? I think we do need to see tougher laws. We need to see judges giving out harsher sentences. Um, we need to see that change. But um, I have to say, in the time of those incidents, we've received great support 
from colleagues from his colleagues and um from higher up members of on Garcia Corner. But um I just think they need to toughen up on them now, bring in harsher laws and as well as that, the force needs more manpower. As I said, we seen at the other night in that video, two guards turned up to that scene, they didn't stand a chance. And even if they were armed, they still didn't stand a chance because they had no opportunity to get out of that car to try and help themselves. Whereas I think if the manpower was there and there was more guards available at that time, the incident might have been a little bit different. But I think there needs to be an increase in manpower in the force to have a stronger presence. Like, And then we might see a little bit more respect in that regards. But other than that, the law needs to change. Judges need to be harsher. I'm sure you've seen the TikToks of uh, individuals that were involved in that incident the other night. And faces not covered. They just don't give a shit because they know that nothing is going to happen to them. And that's the sad reality of it. Marie, as I said, I really appreciate you uh, speaking to us. It's not very often we get to hear the fear that uh, a spouse of a serving member of the force uh, experiences on on a daily basis. Um, And as we said, we've disguised your voice to protect your identity and that of your husband. Uh, But I really appreciate you sharing your story with us on this Opinions Matter podcast. Thanks so much for having me on, Adrian. Opinions matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.